0: Welcome to Your Circle of Influence Podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome everybody to Your Circle of Influence Podcast. So happy that you are here. 2021 is proving to be an amazing revolutionary kind of year already. And today we are going to be talking about how to create content when you are out of ideas. I'm your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. And let's be real
1: honest about this one. Yes. We... um you know, we pre-record and we batch content as we recommend that everybody does, but we needed to change something around in our release schedule. So we needed to fill in some episodes and like our minds were drawing a blank. (laughs) And so I said, well, what if we did an episode on how to create content when you're out of ideas?
0: It was such (laughs) a meta moment. It was a meta moment because we were in it. We were like, we're were fresh out of ideas. Okay. Let's talk about when you're out of ideas.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I, I think this is real that everybody goes through this. I remember when I first started creating content for my blog, being really worried that I was going to run out of things to talk about, you know, yeah. like, cause you make your list of 10 things. You're like, that's literally all my ideas. What am I going to do after that's done? <laughs> right. And, and that was when I was just creating one piece of content a week. And I yeah. wasn't even having to manage social media and yeah. videos on YouTube and podcasts and um, you know, all of the, I, I feel like we are just constantly creating content, content, content. And so today we want to talk about what to do when you don't know what to do. Like, how do you get started and how you keep moving?
0: Yes. And can I just say, I, I just want to, you know, I'm, I'm always about, um, about context and about assumptions right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's, let's talk about the conversation underneath the conversation. And what I'm going to say about the premise of this conversation is flawed. The premise of this conversation is that you've run out of ideas. No, sometimes you just hit a clearing. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you've just hit a pause. Sometimes you've just hit, you know, so like sometimes like even in your house, right? You have rooms Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then you have hallways Mm -hmm. You never stay in the hallway very long. The only reason why you're in the hallway is because you're going to get to another room, (laughs) right? (laughs) So I kind of look at a content house in the same way. There's like this category is one room and this category is another room and there's different furniture pieces and those are topics, et cetera. But then sometimes you're in the hallway trying to get yourself to another room. And that doesn't mean you run out of ideas. You're just on your way to another idea or another Mm -hmm. idea bank. You know what I mean?
1: That's what happened
0: with us when we were like, I'm drawing a blank. It's like, okay, we're on the hallway. We're on our way to something else. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it's funny.
1: As soon as we committed to that too, like all of a sudden, then the conversation starts to flow again. It it really was like, oh, we got out of the hallway.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just, I'm saying that because sometimes when you say to yourself, I've run out of ideas, then the freak out begins. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And all I'm saying is get yourself to another room. You're in the hallway. I like it.
1: So let's give some some ideas and some tips here. So the first thing that I do when I feel like I'm running short on ideas mm-hmm. is I look back to things that I've done in the past mm-hmm. and I ask, you know, what would I say differently about that now? Mm-hmm. And then I just revisit topics that I've visited before, but we're constantly evolving and learning and growing the the context around us changes. In fact, I feel like in with what we have been through as a human family in the last 12 months, Mm -hmm. we could go back and revisit every single piece of content we have ever done. And we would have a new layer of wisdom and insight around it.
0: That's true. That's true. 2020 was the longest decade of my life. (laughs) (laughs) and let's
1: be clear um 2021 like i I honestly in january the whole month of january is like it's it's still january gosh i feel like it's been january for like weeks already
0: yes three (laughs) months it's been january for three months already yes it's true um okay so i like i like starting with the past and what you would say differently I also would, you know, if we're using like the time continuum, like past, present, future, then I would then go into the present and say, what's happening now? Mm -hmm. What are some current events that that you have an opinion about or that you want to give somebody a heads up about, like, think about not just you, but think about who you're serving and what do they have to now be mindful of because of something that's happening now? Like we just recorded an episode about censorship, right? And so these are kinds of things that, um, that you want to be mindful of. And then if you were to go from the past to the present to the future, then what are some emerging trends that -hmm. you see developing or that are, that are already here or that are coming soon, so, you know, coming attractions that people should keep in mind or prepare for.
1: Yeah. I love all that. Um, one of the things that I will also say is it's challenging when there's such volume of content required, right? Like I I'm kind of miss the early days of my business when I could write one good business article a week and that was enough. Mm-hmm. And it was about quality, you know, like let me create something really quality. And now we have this need for quantity that it's like, it's become this hungry, hungry hippo where you feel the need to be talking all of the time yeah. and you feel the need to fill feel, feel space all of the time. And yeah. I actually think that that demand for quantity is sometimes hurting our creativity because we feel like it's hard to put things in, you know, in a, in a good place when it's, you're just trying to churn and burn it out. Mm -hmm. So I have a couple thoughts on this. One is that I think you need to reserve space for your quality. And there are times when like, I, I get there and it's just not the moment for me to write quality. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not, it's not the space. I don't have the ideas. I don't have the inspiration. And so I need to come back to that again, um, and, and create when I actually feel creative, but then Mm. there's the volume that really, Mm -hmm. Whether we could think of something good to say or not, we were going to record this podcast because we're committed to the schedule that we've committed to, right? So there's that sense of like, okay, well, I committed to this, so let me fill something in there. Mm -hmm. And this is where I think we can really rely on easy things like engagement questions, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, especially on social media. Can you go on and just ask a question that's going to drive engagement? Can you reshare something else that someone else has created and share your two cents about it. Can you, um, pull something from, you know, out of the vaults and say, Oh, just came across this. And, um, it's fun to see how far we've come. And so there's that type of content that doesn't require a lot of creativity, a lot of forethought. It's pretty easy to put out but it's not necessarily filler content because you're still putting just a, a little bit on it and it will create engagement it will do good things for you. Mm-hmm. So I think being able to give ourselves a little bit of grace that not every single thing that we create has to be a masterpiece.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: you know, I mean there's like some sometimes you're writing you know, your masterpiece, worn piece and sometimes you're writing a article for 17 magazine, you know, like there's, Mm -hmm. there's different levels and we need to give ourselves freedom to be really creative and love some of the content we're creating, but I don't think we have to feel that way about all of the content.
0: Yeah. And if you think about it, that, that is a, a principle that applies across the board. Like there's, you know, when you think about, for example, your, um, food, right. So you have like the three squares, right. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then you have a little snack here and there. But depending on how busy your life is, sometimes breakfast is just dump some fruit and some protein in a a thing and then just have a smoothie. Mm -hmm. That's it. Or maybe sometimes breakfast is just a cup of coffee. Sometimes you forget breakfast altogether, right? (laughs) And so in the same way with our content, uh, sometimes you have the little snack bites Mm-hmm. you know like which, what your engagement prompts and things like that and then sometimes you do have mr holland's opus <laughs> which is like yeah. okay i have to sit down i have to put this out and i have to underline it i have to think about it and contemplate not everything is going to be like that The the other thing that i wanted to add to that that when when you were sharing it came up for me is that um the great isn't just for you the grace is also for your readers or for your audience. Like if you were constantly bringing me stuff that I have to sit down and contemplate, eventually I'm going to tune you out. I'm like, Oh, she's too mm-hmm. much. I have to be ready for her. I'll get to her when I can. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And so
0: you want to make sure that you are kind of like switching gears so that the engagement is consistent and not just on, you know, fifth gear all the time.
1: hmm I love it. Um, one other thing that I will say about this that I, I think we need to give ourselves grace on is also the engagement factor. I wrote a really good post yesterday and it got like zero engagement, like <laughs> huh? nothing. Nobody's engaging with it. And it's easy to look oh, at that and say,
0: is what is it? What did you say? Where, where was it?
1: I was talking about, um, you would love it because it's talking about the free spirits who resist structure and they resist, um, they resist the system. You were talking about me
0: and you didn't even tag me. (laughs) I didn't
1: tag you because I, (laughs) you don't have no systems, but I was talking about to all my free spirits. You know, I know that here I'm I'll, I'll pull it up. I
0: say that all the time structure is the mother of freedom.
1: I know you do say that all the time. You should have
0: tagged me and quoted me. Okay. See,
1: okay. I'll tag you and quote you. I will tag you and quote you now. I can't even find it, but I like, I wrote that and I was intentional about that. And I thought that through, and there were certain people that I was like, gosh, they need to, if these wonderful, beautiful free spirits could just understand this, they could get so much done. And it got four likes and one comment, and the one comment was truth. (laughs) That was it. So it got no engagement. It was just like nothing. And I think sometimes we put too much intention on how is each piece of content performing. Mm -hmm. And then we start to write and produce just for the performance of it. And Mm -hmm. we lose sight of the heart of it. It's Mm -hmm. a balance, you guys. Here's the thing. I do not know whether or not people saw that and were thinking really deeply about it, but it was too personal and hit too close to home for them to actually post on it, right? That's like right. they might've yeah. been looking at that and being like, oh yeah, this Quit is stepping really on my toes. to
0: toes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's stepping mm-hmm. on my toes, but I but I'm not going to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if it's just something with the algorithm. Like I really don't know. Mm-hmm. And then there are other posts that I post sometimes where I'm like that was a blame post, but okay, everybody in the whole wide world loved it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't saying anything deep, but they just are ready to engage with it. But yeah. here's the thing. The fact that I can post something random that isn't very deep and have hundreds of people um, engage with it is a testament to the fact that my deeper content is working because they are seeing it. They're just not always open to engaging in a conversation. And some of the people that hire me, Like they met, they're not the ones engaging on my stuff. Right. But they're following it. They're listening Mm -hmm. to the conversation. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to be aware of that fact that likes do not represent effectiveness. Amen. And so listen to people as well. Like I I'll be interested to see, and maybe I won't, but I'll be interested to see if in the next couple of months, anyone pops into my sphere and they're like, yeah, I remember that time you were talking about. And it really struck home to me. Because some of my posts are like that, like they get no engagement online. They look like a total dud, but they get people thinking and they lead to conversations later. So yeah. if we only judge it off of like, what's, you know, gets the most engagement, all I would ever post are headshots. Because every time I post a new headshot, it gets a ton of engagements, mm-hmm. right? that would be, it. be really yeah. flat and really
0: unfulfilling. Yeah. yeah, I totally relate to that. So the other thing is when you're, when you feel like you're running out of ideas, get the ideas from your audience. You don't have to constantly be your own generation machine. You could ask them to generate it for you. Ask them mm-hmm. questions. What are they struggling with? What are, what do you think about this, then the third, or you might have a hunch, uh, uh, sometimes an undeveloped idea and you throw it out there to see if people actually will respond to it. So that you don't invest too much time in writing that magnus opus. <laughs> and before you write that amazing, you know, 15,000 word essay, get some, get some feedback and, and have it be crowdsourced by your audience so that you can then give them something that they fully, uh, they, that they might feel engaged with. Right.
1: Yep. And the last tip that I have and then I am out of ideas. I'm in another hallway, but the last one that I have is uh, collaborate. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you don't even have to have the new idea. You just have to find another person to come on and engage with you, collaborate yeah. with you. And they bring the ideas. And I promise you, as soon as you start talking with somebody, like then your brain starts to flow again.
0: It's true. That's what we did. That's what yeah. I love about, about our, our connection, Amy, is that um, Because you and I are so, we're we're having nothing in common where we love one another (laughs) and we are um, diametrically opposed in some other things where it's like, it's a compliment, you know, it's like you compliment Uh where I'm not, um, you know, proficient or, or good at it or interested in getting good at it and vice versa, you know?
1: Yeah, yep. That works, for but me. that's not really the thing you love most about me. you guys, here's a fun fact. Monica finds me funnier hilarious. than any other human in the planet. Hilarious. Like I can have her in stitches laughing, and not very many people think I'm funny. so
0: <laughs> like giggle, need a breath, you know, yes, yeah. absolutely. I think you are hilarious, and I don't know how the world doesn't know this, Amy Walker.
1: I don't know, but I'm telling you mm. you you find me, I
0: tickle your funny bone more than anybody <laughs> else's. <laughs> Well, I consider it an honor. And so, and then you also find my musical Tourette's absolutely delightful. I do.
1: I half the time I'm like, I don't know that song,
0: but that's cool. That's amazing <laughs> that you just brought that from the vault.
1: Or like after you stop singing, then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, now I remember. But then it's too late to join in. Like it always, my brain is always like, urch. And then it has to catch up. Like, oh, I'm yeah, pity. that's where we're going.
0: I was pitchy when I sang it. That's why you couldn't recognize it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not that. Well, my friends, we so appreciate you being on with us today. So, here's our challenge for you mm-hmm. we are going to challenge you to create a content map. Um, Because content maps are one of the things that you can do to protect yourself against running out of ideas. So create a content map of of a mixture of things that are there because they're lighter and they're going to create some engagement and bring you some conversation. But then also allow yourself some space to come up with content that you actually are really proud of, that you feel like speaks to a, a need or a problem or an issue and makes the world a better, more dynamic place. And give yourself space to go and write or to create videos or to speak, not everything that we do, it needs to be on the same volume. So Mm -hmm. figure out what that looks like for you and then go create some awesome content.
0: I love it. I love it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, thank you everyone for being here with us today. Make sure if you haven't done it yet, that you leave us a comment and that you um, give us those five stars on the podcast And if you're not a part of the community yet, I don't know why not. It's pretty awesome. So come on over and join us in our private Facebook group, Your Circle of Influence. We cannot wait to see you there. Come
0: on there. Talk to you soon.